The hills are alive when you're flipping houses. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, hey, what's going on, all of you house flipping business building maniacs? I hope you've had a fantastic week. Uh, I know we sure have super pumped about this past week because my man, Kel Darling, put five houses under contract. I mean, I'm just blown away. Five houses in one week. You know, as I reflect back and think about Kel's journey, you know, it's like it took him a couple months of working his tail off, having us to support him, having everything he needed, and he didn't get anything. You know, I recall uh, going to church because I actually go to the same church as Kel, and it's almost like I would try to avoid him because it's just kind of awkward. Like, hey, uh, another week of nothing. <laughs> and I know it was a big struggle for him. And it was it was tough, you know. I thought he could do it, but we were just trying to wait and see what happens. And I remember when he finally got a couple houses under contract, and I think actually it was like three houses that he got within a short period. But then he went a few more weeks without anything. It's like, was it a fluke? And then he got a couple more, and then he got a couple more, and now he got five. Now he's getting deals on a weekly basis, and five houses in one week. Great job, Kel. I know you're listening. I'm super proud of you, and I'm super excited for what that means for us and our business. It means that the idea I had several months ago of hiring an in-house, full-time acquisitions person is totally paying off. And once again, it goes to show the importance of always adapting, always adjusting, always trying to push things to the next level. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk about today. Today is going to be a short one because actually today we are celebrating my son's ninth birthday. Tomorrow my wife is leaving for almost a week, about five days to go to a conference. I'm going to be Mr. Mom running the business, hanging out with the kids. I have a ton of things going on. So we're going to keep it short to the point, but powerful and impactful. How about that? So for today's topic, I wanted to talk about goals. Goal setting and the way I think you should go about them. In fact, after, you know, Kale having his big week last week, it's caused me to kind of reevaluate my goals. And so I'm going to go ahead and create some goals, set some goals for 2015. Now, you might be saying, well, you know, we're still not even to the third the last quarter of 2014. Why are you setting goals for 2015? Shouldn't that happen on New Year's Eve? And I'm here to tell you, no, (laughs) that is why most people don't reach their goals because they set goals on New Year's Eve and they say, oh, but I'm going to wait until the 7th because I don't want to do it on New Year's Day and then we're going to party for a few days and then I'll start later. And it just never happens. Goals, in my opinion, need to be set prior to you actually taking action on them. Um, That does not mean that we don't keep pushing on our current goals because our current goals are going to affect what our future goals are. So let's go ahead and break this down 
I'm gonna break this down into four different sections. Why, what, when, and how. Okay, first off, you have the why. Now, I, I kind of have mixed emotions on the why. I mean, people are always saying you gotta know your why to be successful. And I don't know that I necessarily believe that 100%. Um, I would like to say that the main and only thing that drives me is the same reason why I think I'm doing this, which would be my family and to spend more quality time with them. And, and those are all the things that drive me to be successful. And I hear a lot of people say that, and I kind of believe that. But for me, I actually think that I'm pretty self-driven. And sometimes if I'm not careful, I can be overdriven. So the reason I like to have the why or what my why should be, why I should be doing these things, or what really matters to me is to actually help me keep a balance. Because at the end of the day, if I'm trying to make millions of dollars and buy hundreds of houses, but I'm not having a balanced life, and I'm not happy with the time I'm spending with my family, working on my health, focused on the spiritual things and serving others that are also important to me, then all of that is for naught, okay? So my why, I write that down and I think that's important so that I keep an overall focus. There, you know, I may be achieving the monetary goals, but if I'm not achieving the other things, which really should be the reason why I'm trying to achieve those monetary goals, then the monetary goals means nothing. It really doesn't. I can tell people, oh, I flipped this many houses and made this much money. <laughs> it's great. It, it'll mean nothing if I'm not having that balance. The balance of family, uh, my personal self. You know, for me, recently, I've been trying to go surfing and enjoy that as well. And um, if I'm not doing any of that, then... None of the money matters. Okay. So you want to figure out your why. You want to write it down and to keep this simple, guys. Don't try to be all like, I don't know, come up with this thing that's like 10 page document and takes forever. No, write it down just to keep it in perspective. So once again, for me, it's spending quality time with my family uh, and really living in the moment with them, not just being there, but being in that moment, which is something I've been really working on lately. Um, I wanna learn how to surf more, and I've been going surfing a little more. If I, for a while, I wasn't going surfing because I was too busy trying to, you know, make that money and, and continue to grow my business. And I thought, you know what? Like, if I don't put myself first along, you know, with my family and all those other things, then it's never gonna happen. So recently, I've been going surfing two to three times a week in the morning with some friends. And it's amazing what that has done for me, how much it's helped relax me. It's helped me get more exercise. I'm trying to go to the gym uh, at least once or twice a week. Um, and you know, just focus more on those spiritual things like I mentioned. And keeping that well-rounded balance, um, that's my why. You know, if Once again, I can be financially free, make all the money in the world, but if I'm still working my guts out, not taking care of my health, none of that matters. Okay, so that that's my why. Write down your why. Don't take too long, just a couple sentences. And then moving on to the what. Okay, so what, basically that is your goal. And other than your why, I think your goal, you know, I don't, not to be rude, but I don't really care so much about your why, that's kind of personable. personable. 
Um, but my job is not to be your personal life coach. That's not what my focus is. My job is to drive you in your business goal so that you can live your personal life any way you want. Okay. So the what, the what is so important and you can measure this in two ways. This is basically like your goal. Okay. What do you really want to accomplish? It's basically a number. Um, so for example, in my case, this is my goal for next year for 2015. You heard it first. I just came up with it this morning after kind of evaluating what we've done recently. My goal is to purchase uh, 200 houses next year. And when I say purchase, I like to measure it by how many houses I put under contract. You got to choose a way uh, to measure your goals. Okay. For me, I like houses I put under contract because I can control that a lot more. My team can control that more. They can be more motivated by that than just measuring the amount of houses that we close on when we purchase or the amount of houses that we completely flip because flipping a house takes several months. Closing on a house can take two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Sometimes it gets delayed. So the fastest motivation for me and my team is to measure the amount of houses we put under contract, but then we go back and we subtract the houses that uh, maybe fell through from that goal. Okay. So feel free to measure it however you want. That's what I have found works best for me and my team. Feel free to hijack that if you want to use for your own goals as well. So once again, the goal for next year is 200 houses. Boom. Now your goals, when you create your goals should be realistic. Okay. They should push you beyond what you're currently able think believe you think you can do, but they should be realistic as well. Now, why do I think 200 houses is realistic? Uh, I have a goal this year to do 150. We probably won't quite hit that. We might, but we're probably not going to quite hit that. So at first I was like, oh, let's try to hit the 150 next year. And I still want to maintain that balance and go surfing and do all those things. But like, you know what? I think realistically, without killing myself, um, we can do 200. Okay. Let, let me explain why. So in the last three weeks, we have purchased 15 houses or we put 15 houses under contract. Do I think that is going to, we're going to always be able to do that every single week? No, I don't. But hopefully, you know, we're able to put um, a few more under contract each, each week. So how many houses on average next year would we have to put under contract to reach our goal of 200 houses um, for 2015? And the answer is roughly four houses per week. And you know, it seems like a lot to consistently do, but now that we have our in-house acquisitions coordinator, we're still work working with several wholesalers, um, I think we can do it. And one of my goal, my thoughts is, okay, let's say Kale can consistently do two. Then I either need to improve the systems to allow us to do four, or I need to hire another Kale. So we're actually, that's something that we're currently looking into and looking for. I've already talked to a couple people and potential options. I don't know exactly how we're going to go about that, but bottom line is I'm making my goal for next year. And that is going to cause me to do the things now that need to happen so that that is ready to go by next year. So with your why, I think you should have, if, let's say you're flipping houses, maybe you have a goal of how many houses you want to either make offers on or put under contract. It depends on how short-term your goals are. 
know, if you're making a goal for 2015, maybe it's how many houses you want to put under contract. If you are making a goal for the next month, maybe it's how many offers you want to make if you're new in this business and you just want to start taking those initial steps. So you have the amount of houses that you want to put under contract or offers you want to make, and then you have your money goal. Some of you may want to actually start with the money goal. Maybe you want to make an extra six figures uh, next year or um, over the next 12 months, and you can break it down that way. So my monetary goal would be uh, next year to make $2 million on my house flipping business and at least $500,000 on my education business. So total goal, $2.5 million. Do I think I can exceed that? Yes, I absolutely do. Now, some of you might be saying, well, if you're going to flip 200 houses and you're doing education, why didn't you make a higher goal? Well, first off, there are a lot of expenses in a house flipping business, especially when you are you have the overhead I have. So you've got money partners. Of course, you've got your contractors. You've got all those things. Um, then you have the overhead. You have marketing. There's all kinds of expenses. So that's number one. Number two, I do think we can exceed that. But when I make a goal, I really, really, really try to exceed that goal. I try not to just make it a goal that's a goal and then not exceed it. And in my education business, I really do think we can make a million dollars and I'll be reevaluating that later on with my wife because she's going to be working with me. Um, but once again, I, I don't, I'm not at the point where I need to do that. And I look back at my why and I say, you know what? I would rather go on a couple extra trips, spend some high quality time with my family, do some more charity work, um, and do some of those things, then force myself to make that extra million dollars, right? Um, so I think it's very doable within a well-balanced time frame to make those goals, okay? Okay, so you have your why. Why are you doing this? You have your what, which is just, okay, the amount that you want to make. And then your when kind of goes along with your why. You need to be very specific on the time. So my when would be my when my what and when would be to make flip 200 houses next year make two million dollars on my house swing business and make a total of 2.5 million dollars including my education business and that's all in 2015. so that brings us to the how and these all kind of bleed together if you will so how am i going to make that happen i've already already talked about that a little bit. So what I would do now is I would break down each month next year. You know, okay, so on average, if I'm going to buy 200 houses next year, that's going to be roughly 20 houses per month. So let's say that you're new to uh, real estate investing, house flipping, and you have a goal of making um, an additional $100,000 in 2015. And that may include purchasing 12 houses next year. Let's say on average one house per month. But let's say actually 12 houses 12 months from today. So if you're new, it might take you a few months. It might take you two, three, four, five months until you get your first house. So what that might look like is, okay, for three months, I'm going to bust my tail trying to accomplish this goal. And you don't have a goal of getting into the first three months, but you do have a goal of learning how to analyze properties. You have a goal of making a ton of offers. And then hopefully in month four, you can get your first deal. And then it's like, okay, month five, you may not get anything, but maybe month six, you get two. 
and then month seven you get one and then the month eight you get a couple more until you're consistently getting deals each month and then within 12 months hopefully you are able to reach that goal so for me personally i mean in january i might get like 15 and then february hopefully we're up to 16 17 and they're able to push it to 1920 by uh i like to try to say by the first quarter because i always try to overshoot what my one-time goal is and then we're hitting 20 and then mid-year hopefully we're hitting 22 23 and by the end of the year hopefully we have systems in place where we are able to hit at least 25 houses per month and then that would take us into 2016 where we can do even more houses so some of you have heard me talk about gps from tony alvarez he uh he he's the first one i heard talk about that and it's basically your goal your plan and your system so your why and okay your why is your why right but then your what and your when is like your goal but then your plan and your system is your how so your plan and your your how is where you want to put most of the time so really break that down you know first write down your goal what you want to accomplish and then really break down how you are going to accomplish that and you will be amazed at just by having a what your goal what you want to accomplish and when you want to accomplish it by how much you have to stretch your brain. You know, if I never had the goals that I had this year of buying 150 houses, I never would have hired Kel. You know, I never would have taken those next steps in my business to continue to grow and expand. I believe that we can do whatever we want to do. If I wanted to, I can make probably $5 million next year, right? Um, I don't necessarily want to do that because I have other priorities in my life right now. But whatever you want to do, you can do. You may not be able to do it all when you think you will do it. When I first started my satellite dish business, I thought I'd be a millionaire that year. I thought I was gonna make a million dollars that year. Instead, I ended up with $120,000 of debt, but I still achieved those goals, okay? I still had that in mind of what I wanted to accomplish. It just was a little setback and it took me a little bit longer to get there. So set your goal, be realistic, push yourself, but be realistic, and then you have to take the actions to get there. This is what drives me crazy about all those books out there and all those people selling and teaching this stuff that is kind of like, woo, 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 just believe it and you will achieve it and tap yourself on the head and do this and that. I mean, all that stuff is great. Don't get me wrong. I think affirmations and being positive is all completely essential. But unless you actually put in a plan and a system and start taking actions on those plan, it won't happen. Okay, so the goal is great. If you wanna have a dream board, fantastic. I don't really care for that kind of stuff. I more like to say, okay, what do I wanna do? How do I need to do that? How do I need to get there? Who can I have help me? How's it going to happen? So for us right now in our business, I'm seeing that it cost us on average anywhere from two to $4,000 to buy a house. So I'm able to put together a marketing plan. I gotta make sure I have the systems in place to handle those calls, handle that marketing, or I just wasted that money. However, I'm able to look at that and say, okay, now I need to either hire another Kel or I need to hire someone who can take calls to help Kel sift through and help him with follow-up and really build things up if I want to continue to grow. I mean, shoot, if, if we can keep up the pace we're doing by 300 houses next year, but you know, you're not gonna have, some weeks are gonna be amazing, some weeks are gonna be not so great, and then you're gonna have your weeks in between. So I think for us next year, 200 is a great goal. If we exceed that, fantastic. 
Uh, but as of right now, I'll be happy with, with the 200. I may change that at the end of the year. If we consistently continue to grow, then I may up that goal. But for now, that is my goal for next year. 200 houses, $2.5 million, including education. You heard it here first. Hold me accountable. Love this business. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so I know I talked about goals for next year, but what I want you to do is take out two sheets of paper and I want you to write down your goals for the rest of this year. You should really only need one sheet of paper to write these goals. Write down your why, just a couple brief sentences. You know, we don't, you don't need to get too, you know, don't write a novel on all these things that are important to you because I know you're gonna do those things anyway. So write down your why just to remind yourself if you ever get off track, you're like, okay, hold on. I need to, I need to take a step back here. Um, then write down your what, how much money do you wanna make? How many houses do you wanna flip? Um, this year or wholesale or whatever you want to do um, then and, and that's kind of right there with the when and then write how you're going to do it so if it's for the rest of the year let's say you want to make um, I don't know where you are it depends if you're brand new realistically it's probably going to take you a few months just to learn the business you should try to put a house under contract because if you're not trying to put a house under contract you're not going to be moving towards those goals but I'm just trying to be realistic with you too. I don't want you to set yourself up for disappointment. You are not going to get rich within a few months if you are brand spanking new to this business. There's You don't know what you don't know. There's a lot to learn. You got to fail forward fast, okay? But regardless, let's say that you have a goal to do three houses this year. Um, and let's say you're going to wholesale those houses because you're newer in this business. And um, you know, let, let's make it four. You're going to do four. You're going to wholesale them each for $5,000 apiece. And your goal is to make $20,000 this year. Okay. So how would that look? You know, write down how many people you're going to contact. How many offers are you going to make? Um, how much marketing are you going to do? Who's going to be doing those items? Now, once again, if you're brand spanking, you don't need to worry about too much of these details. You're still learning, learning the fundamentals. Make sure you understand how to analyze properties. You understand how to acquire properties. Um, don't worry too much about the financing, rehabbing and selling yet. If you've listened to my podcast, you have a pretty good idea. If you're in my coaching program, you have a pretty good idea of those things. You just don't need to worry about every single detail of those at the beginning. The main thing you need to focus on is getting houses under contract. If you are able to do that, you can make money in this business. Okay, so then on the other sheet of paper, I want you to write your goals for next year. So this year may end up being a big, huge learning experience for you. Maybe you end up getting one or two houses and then you are more, the amazing thing guys, is once you take action, you are more, able to accurately determine your goals for the subsequent months and years. When you're first starting out, it's kind of hard. You want to put something out there, but you need to be more uh, detailed with your goals, like the offers you're going to make and these things. For me, for example, uh, that just kind of falls into place right now um, as I make these bigger goals. Then we can just kind of break it down from there. But as you're just getting started, you need to be a little more detailed um, on those goals. And quite frankly, you're going to have to adjust at the beginning because I've had some people say, you know, within three months, I'm going to buy 10 houses. I'm going to make this happen, make a million dollars. I'm just like, no, not going to happen. But I've got to let them go for that and realize that on their own. But you need to act as if in a weird way that that's what you're going to make happen. But mentally, you know, this is a huge mindset in this business. Mentally, you need to know that's not very realistic so that when it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen, that you're not incredibly disappointed. I and mean, this is a real business, guys. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. Um, it is you can get richer quicker if you hang out with the right people, 
learn what you're doing, really learn the details. Um, and in our flipping houses, you know, I, I think flipping houses is a great way to create wealth in a relatively decent amount of time. You know, for example, I was able to do it in a few years. So I'm able to do those things with my kids as they're young and spend time doing the things I want uh, rather than waiting till, you know, 30 years if I were doing a rentals or, or something else. Not dissing rentals. You can make a ton of money with rentals. I have some of my own. I like rentals, okay? For all you people out there saying, oh, he doesn't like rentals. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm just getting a little out of hand. So let's kind of wrap it up here. Um, once again, write down your why, your what, when, and how you're going to do it. Spend most of the time on the how. Uh, hit us up in the show notes at com slash episode 58. And I'd love to hear what your goals are. And I'll give you some feedback. And if you have not had a chance yet to sign up for our upcoming seminar on October 25th, please do. You can go to HowSwimmingHQ.com slash seminar. Kale Darling, who just put five houses under contract in one week, will be doing his debut one hour long presentation on exactly what he is doing. And this guy is brand new to real estate, guys. Uh, if he can do it, you can do it. Um, and he's absolutely crushing it. So he's going to talk us through the details. He'll be there, answer any questions. You can hang out with him, eat lunch with him. Um, him, along with all the amazing other rock stars that I mentioned last week, uh, I'm just blown away at the response we've gotten and how many amazing investors are going to be there, just there to answer any questions you have. I mean, I would have given anything to have a seminar like this when I first got started in this business. Instead, I spent $40,000 um, on education. Anyway, it drives me crazy. So my mission, if it is not clear, is to be out there teaching you guys how you can create an incredible amount of wealth in this business with systems, living the lifestyle you want. It's not easy. It takes time. Um, but I've created programs that are incredibly affordable, unlike anything out there. Um, and I'm just really proud of what we've created. Um, and I hope you can be a part of it. So HowSwingHQ.com slash seminar. If you are interested in joining our coaching and mastermind group, which is a lifetime program, you can go to FailFastFlipping.com. And uh, right now, this is just a thought I had right now, but if you sign up before our mastermind meeting, which is October 24th, uh, which is the day before the seminar is our mastermind meeting, uh, I will give you, normally that costs $97 for mastermind students just to cover costs. I'll let you in for free to the mastermind program and the seminar. So go to fellfastflipping.com, shoot me an email at info at housewhippinghq.com, letting me know, hey, I heard on the podcast that you know you were you offered this special promotion. Um, I'm interested in attending both of the events for free, and we will make sure you get registered for those events. And once again, at the mastermind meeting, you are going to be able to hang out with guys like Andy McFarland, my brother Stephen Williams. Kale, darling, uh, Vanessa, my assistant. We're going to have uh, uh, Roger from RBD Ventures, Holly McCann. Who am I missing? There's a ton of incredibly successful investors that are going to be there in this intimate setting. You know, I haven't promoted this seminar very much, and I'm just starting to promote the mastermind group more. You guys hear me talk about it on here, but not a lot of other things. But I'm going to keep marketing um, and, and promoting these things to... Yeah, as, as I continue on this mission I have, and eventually, you know, it's not going to be quite as intimate. These seminars, there's there's going to be hundreds of people there 
instead of the amount that are going to be there this time. So it's a great opportunity for you to get in there at an incredibly low price and really get to know some of these heavy hitters um, while this program is still at what I would consider ground level. So looking forward to having you as a part of the program. Looking forward to seeing you at the seminar. Um, we will see you there. All right, guys, that is it for today. Have a fantastic week. Don't be afraid to get out there make mistakes, take action, don't lose money, but don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of what people are going to think of you. This week, I watched this little video of this guy that was talking about, you know, if you want to be successful in life, then you have to jump. And he said, you know, your parachute may not open right away, but your parachute will never open if you don't jump. You might hit the rocks, you might get bloody, you might get scraped up, you're going to get scraped up against the rocks, but eventually your parachute will open and then you'll be soaring like all the others or some of the others that you see soaring as well. And, you know, it, it was just a very powerful video. Uh, so many people are afraid to take that jump. They're afraid of what's going to happen. And to tell the truth, it's not always easy, uh, but it's well worth it. So... Um, once again, don't lose money. Don't do anything stupid, but don't be afraid to take action. Don't be afraid to go after your dreams. Um, you know, I was going to interview my wife today. We're probably, she'll be on next, next episode, but we have someone very close to us who has gone for this, who has, um, taken some leaps of faith, really made some sacrifices in order to make their dreams come true. And he's gotten a lot of persecution for it. Uh, from friends and family and people telling him that he's done the wrong thing and they can't believe he's done that. And oh, it makes me so frustrated. It makes me so upset when I see that. Uh, they're dream killers. There are dream killers out there. Don't let them get to you. Okay. Keep going after your dreams. You can do it. You can do anything you want. We're here for you. Love y'all. And we'll see you next time on the House Whipping HQ podcast. Until then, go flip a house. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.